This is Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 164, Tipitaka, part 96, in which I will be reciting Tipitaka, Bikuni Vibhanga, Sangha Disesa, 4. When you break these rules, then you have to have a formal meeting. These are the stories of how these rules were established according to the very earliest of Buddhist literature, known as Tipitaka, or Three Baskets, in the original Pali. Pali means canon in its own language. So by default, Pali has come to be the name of a language, but in its own language, it means canon. And it didn't mean the name of the language in its own language, if that makes sense. But for practical purposes today, it's a language. But when they say the Pali canon, they're actually saying the canon canon. <clears throat> in uh, Sanskrit, it's Tripitaka, three baskets. Basket number one, the Vinaya Pitaka, is what we're uh, almost halfway through with. We're halfway through the third book of the six books. Um, if this is your first time seeing me dressed like this, then I would suggest uh, clicking here. You can start with the very beginning of the Tipitaka, the beginning of this first book. That first episode starts with kind of a breakdown of um, five main categories of types of Buddhism. Speaking of which, our special guest today, a rock giving a nod to the uh, Zen Buddhism. Obviously, there were rocks before Zen Buddhism, but anyway, it's a reference to earlier episodes. The rock showed up when, uh, when we were talking about Zen Buddhism before. Zen is, of course, the Japanese uh, name for Chan Buddhism, which was a particular kind of Buddhism that developed in later Mahayana with influences from Yogacara and, and um, a few other things. And then from the time when it went from uh, Hanshan and Shide and other kind of wild, funny, laughing type uh, characters over, over the course of about 400 years, it became standardized and became known for being very serious and not so laughing, but but the, the great masters, the great Zen masters back when it was Chan in the 800s, um, were usually laughing, um, but then Dogen is usually very serious. And today when you, when you attend, uh, if you go to a Zen monastery, they're usually very serious. Um, but anyway, enough about that. We'll get to Zen later. It's one of my favorite um, developments of the great flower of Buddhism. Um, so for today, we're focusing on pre-sectarian early Buddhism, and before I ramble on any further, I will go ahead and get started. Um, that all said, if you would like to start at the beginning of this podcast, rather than at the beginning of the TV talk of recitals on this podcast, in other words, you remember how I said this is episode 164 and TV talk part 96... The thing I pointed to before will take you to Tipitaka Part 1, but this link will take you to Episode 1 of Buddhist Books Podcast. 
Um, I'm speaking specifically when I say right here and pointing to things uh, to the people on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, you see me waving. Um, if you're on the audio-only podcast, then you're only hearing me. Uh, there's a podcast called Tipitaka, the first episode of which is the beginning of the Tipitaka recitals. And then there's a separate podcast called Buddhist Books Podcast, which starts with Dhammapada. Then we read a little bit of Lotus Sutra. Then we read some um, Pali scripture, like textbook type research, just sort of generally talking about Pali scriptures. For example, about how Pali is the Pali word for canon. Never mind. Uh, things like that. Um, every once in a while, we do uh, a special episode um, where we go into some Mahayana, some Zen or something like that. But generally, we're doing... 92% or 91%, however that works out, um, 90%, right? Yeah, 90% Tipitaka, 90% pre-sectarian early Buddhism. And then every 10 episodes of Buddhist Books Podcast, we jump to Tibetan Vajrayana, and I read a bit of um, Padmasambhava's Life and Liberation, which I'm pointing to right now. And that's another podcast called Padmasambhava. And on YouTube, it's a playlist called Padmasambhava in which you can hear um, all the various recitals of that. So there's a lot going on here. Um, hopefully not too confusing. And now, without further ado, let us continue with the Tipitaka recitals. These are rules for nuns. Formal meeting. Sangha di Sessa. <clears throat> At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying... By the way, I hung the banners. Those who saw the previous episode, you saw the bare walls without these banners. See? Eh? They're up. And uh, got this one over here, the Tonka up here. And then this is a little bit more filled out over here. Sorry. Now at that time, okay, okay. They were staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery, their usual hangout. Now at that time, the nun Kandakali was one who made strife, who made quarrels, who made contention, who made brawls, who made disputes in the order. The nun Tulananda protested when a parentheses formal and parentheses act was being carried out against her. I vaguely remember the name Tulananda. Editor Edward, I know I always ask you to do things. Could you dig up something about Tulananda and just play it to remind us who she is? The nun Tulananda imitated the monk Arita who had formerly been a vulture trader. I remember that. Okay, thank you, Editor Edward. <clears throat> the nun Tulananda protested when a parentheses formal and parentheses act was being carried out against her. At that time, the nun Tulananda went to a village on some business. Then the order of nuns thinking, quote, the nun Tulananda has gone away and, quote, suspended the nun Kandakali for not seeing an offense. Okay, we'll keep reading. 
maybe it'll start to make more sense. The nun to Ananda, having concluded that that business in the village, returned again to Savati. When the nun to Ananda was coming, the nun Kandakali neither made ready a seat nor put out water for washing her feet. A footstool, a footstand, nor having gone out to meet her, did she shake her bowl and take take her bowl and robe, nor did she offer her drinking water. The nun Tulananda spoke thus to the nun Kandakali, quote, Why did you, lady, when I was coming, neither make ready a seat for me, nor put out water for washing the feet, a footstool, a footstand, nor having gone out to meet me, take my bowl and robe, nor offer me drinking water. End quote. Quote, surely it is this, lady, that I am without a mistress in regard to this. End quote. Quote, but why are you, lady, without a mistress? End quote. Quote, lady, these nuns saying of me, she is without a mistress, excuse me, saying of me, quote within quotes, she is without a mistress, she is not esteemed, there is no one who can answer for her, end quote, within quotes, suspended me for not seeing an offense, end quote. The nun to Ananda saying, quote, these are ignorant, these are inexperienced, they do not, parentheses, even, end parentheses, know, a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, or the defect of a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, or the failure of a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, or the success of a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, but we know a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, and the defect of a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, and the failure of a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, and the success of a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act, and we may make them carry out a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act that was not carried out, or we may find fault with a parentheses, formal, end parentheses, act that was carried out, and having quickly convened an order of nuns, oh, the end quote, right? And having very quickly convened an order of nuns, she restored the nun Kandakali. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the Lady Tulananda, without having obtained permission from the order which carried out the proceedings in accordance with the rule, the discipline, the teacher's instruction, not having learnt the desire of a group Restore a nun suspended by a complete order. End quote. Three dots. Quote. Is it true? This is Lord Buddha speaking. So what usually happens is 
then the monks hear about this and modest monks spread it about and then someone tells it to the Lord. The Lord convenes the order of monks and after he gives some speech of some kind, some teachings, some reason to talk, then he asks them, quote, that's what's in the three dots. I filled it in for you. Is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Tulananda, without having obtained permission, three dots, restored a nun suspended by a complete order? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can the nun Tulananda, without having obtained permission, three dots, restore a nun suspended by a complete order? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased. And thus, monks, let the nuns set forth this rule of training. Whatever nun, without having obtained permission from the order, which carried out the proceedings in accordance with the rule, the discipline, the teacher's instruction, not having learnt the group's desire, should restore a nun suspended by a complete order. That nun also has fallen into a matter that is an offense at once entailing a formal meeting of the order involving being sent away. <clears throat> End quote. Whatever means, three dots, let's do the flashback. Whatever means, she who is an elder or a junior or one of middle standing, this one on account of relations, on account of birth, on account of name, on account of clan, on account of virtue, on account of the way of living, on account of the field of activity, is called whatever. Thank you, me, from a long time ago. Not that long ago. Uh, nun means? Nun means she is a nun because she is a beggar for alms. She is a nun because she submits to walking for alms. She is a nun because she is one who wears the patchwork robes. She is a nun by the designation, parentheses, of others, and parentheses. A nun because of her acknowledgement. A nun, parentheses, to whom it was, parentheses, said, quote within quotes, come, nun. End quote within quotes. A nun is one ordained by the three goings to a refuge. A nun is auspicious. A nun is the essential. A nun is a learner. A nun is an adept. A nun is ordained by both complete orders by means of a parentheses formal and parentheses act at which the motion is put and followed by three proclamations, irreversible and fit to stand. In this way is this nun, one who is ordained by both complete orders, by means of a parentheses formal and parentheses act, at which the motion was put and followed by three proclamations, irreversible, fit to stand, and this is how none is to be understood in this case. Thank you, me. Complete order means belonging to the same communion, 
Staying within the same boundary. Suspended means suspended for not seeing or for not making amends for or for not giving up an offense. In accordance with the rule, the discipline means according to whatever is the rule, according to whatever is the discipline. Parentheses in accordance with and parentheses the teacher's instruction means in accordance with the conqueror's instruction, the enlightened one's instruction, right? Okay, so the conqueror of all the things Lord Buddha conquered, right? So we're not talking about like Genghis Khan type conqueror here. <clears throat> Without having obtained permission from the order which carried out the proceedings means not having asked, parentheses, the permission and parentheses of the order which carried out the parentheses formal and parentheses act. Not having learnt the desire means not having known the desire of the group. If she thinks, quote, I will restore, parentheses, her, and parentheses, end quote, parentheses, and, and parentheses, looks about for a group or determines a boundary, there is an offense of wrongdoing. As a result of the motion, there is an offense of wrongdoing. As a result of two proclamations, there is an offense, there, there are grave offenses. At the end of the proclamations, there is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. She also means she is so-called in reference to the former. Offense at once means three dots. We'll never know, I guess. Uh, therefore, no, they mentioned it in an earlier episode. Let's do the flashback. An offense at once means she falls through transgression of a course not after admonition. Involving being sent away means she is caused to be sent away from the order. Offense entailing a formal meeting of the order means the order inflicts the manata discipline on account of her offense. It sends back to the beginning. It rehabilitates. It is not several parentheses nuns and parentheses. It is not one nun. Therefore, it is called an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. A synonym for this class of offense is parentheses formal and parentheses act. Therefore, again, it is called an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. And there it is. Um, therefore, again, it is called an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. It was probably the end of that flashback, right? Okay, if she thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act, parentheses and, and parentheses, restores her, there is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. I think what this means is if the, the uh, throwing out of the nun in the first place was valid and the person restoring her knows it's valid, then, yeah, it's a big no-no, right? If she is in doubt as to whether it is a legally valid act, three dots. If she thinks that it is not a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act, parentheses and, and parentheses restores her, there is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. So no matter what, no matter what her thoughts were, if it was a legally valid act, then she, formal meeting, 
involving being sent away. If she thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act, there is an offensive wrongdoing. So if the nun restoring the nun thinks that she's like, well, she was kicked out fair and square, but I'm going to go ahead and restore her anyway. But then it turns out that she was not kicked out fair and square, that probably the nun gets restored. And the nun who restored her is not guilty of an offense of a formal meeting where she needs to be sent away, but it's a wrongdoing because she thought she was doing something wrong. Right? Remember that old thing? Um, if she is in doubt as to whether it is not a legally valid act, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that it is not a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Interesting. Okay. So even if the nuns that threw her out didn't do so by the rule. If she restores her, there's an, there's an offense of wrongdoing because she didn't go talk to those nuns and say, hey, why did you do it? And get their permission. Hmm. All right. I mean, 6th century BC. It's, what can you do? There is no offense if having obtained permission from the order which carried out the parentheses formal and parentheses act... She restores parentheses her and parentheses. If she restores parentheses her and parentheses, having known that it is the desire of the group, if she restores one who is behaving so as to get rid of the faults, if she restores parentheses her and parentheses, there being no order which carried out the parentheses formal and parentheses act. If she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. All right. Sounds, sounds like a rule to me. I don't really have any... Uh, it doesn't bother me, this rule. Some, some of the previous rules irked me for one reason or another. This one seems, seems fine. I mean, comment below if uh, if I missed something, but it, it seems pretty straightforward. And uh, next time we will continue and uh, maybe read more than one because I, I accidentally peeked ahead. You saw when I was turning the pages, I accidentally turned two pages and uh, uh, Sangha di Sessa 5 for... Bikuni Vibanga is, is very short, so perhaps we'll read five and six next time. For now, uh, thank you all for tuning in. This is a little bit of a short one. And um, all right, I will go ahead and, and close. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us, and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace.
until next time.